right, George. We don't have a lot of time. A lot of wrestling to discuss. One pay-per-view. Major pay-per-view. We've been working like crazy, so this is the only time we have to do this. But we have to talk about Full Gear. Probably one of the biggest shows AEW's put on up to this point, which is saying a lot. But I feel like they really did like live up to the expectations. How do you feel? Gut reaction? Oh, man. In the jungle, the mighty jungle, the denim reigns supreme. I... In the jungle, those jeans drape down and give me something neat. Yeah, it was great. I loved it. You are not wrong. Everyone in this fucking <laughs> pay-per-view was cosplaying as Diamond Dallas Page in 1998. Like, wearing the jeans, ri- like, like the ribs were taped up, like... <laughs> Almost every wrestler was doing that. Oh, dude, yeah. It, I, I love how jeans is usually code for like fucking Mississippi street brawl. Like yeah, everybody, false like, count anywhere. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. Uh, jungle jeans. Uh, I think yeah, it was definitely wardrobe, and then, and then I got my nice like uh, I got the uh, the go tanks, uh, fucking effect where like CM trunks and long boys like did a fusion ha. And and I got but, the fight but you shorts. know, but you know that's that's the thing. You know where my stance is on this. If it's not the basketball shorts, I don't want to talk about it. I don't even <laughs> want to hear about it. You need to bring back the basketball shorts, punk. We know you have them. Uh, Roh, if they have the rights to it, they, they they might be selling those rights. Maybe at you know a discount at this point. <laughs> Fuck like, the tape library. We want CM they're, Punk's they're, basketball shorts. We we want his basketball shorts and his AFI entrance theme. If we can get those things back, I'll be pretty thrilled. Although Cult of Personality is a good theme song, but nothing to me is better punk than the AFI song, which I don't know the title of it. Maybe we'll use it as like a show note thing. Uh, sing the sorrow. Um, and then uh, yeah, mm-hmm. we could. I can I can get okay. it to you. I. I realized because I used a faulty source that the uh, Kazininare link I, I sent you was busted, and I don't think you got back to me. So I haven't gotten the chance to listen to the last episode. Did you end up using Kazininare? Yeah, I, I just use a, a bit of it, just a, a little little snippet. Yeah, yeah, I played oh, it. Over. Worked. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. From what I could tell. Weird. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. It was maybe maybe maybe, maybe you guys link. You, you might have gotten to me like just in the time before they came and got it. They said, nope, copyright. Mm. Okay, mm. good deal, good deal. Yeah, um, but all good. So so that'll be our, uh, our our music for this week. We'll be CM Punk's ROH theme. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this this whole event, I mean, obviously all matches couldn't be like, you know, five-star Meltzer award winners, but I, I really Gordon felt like they kept... All of them were four-star and up. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. They, this was, okay, I'm surprised, this? but I, I feel like they had to like really like give something different each match because you didn't want to have like each match be like, okay, this guy's gonna you know, he's gonna you know bleed or this guy is going to do like a chair spot or this guy's gonna do a table spot like you'd oversaturate if you did that too much. But each match brought something different, some kind of physicality to the to the match, mm-hmm. and it was everything could kind of stand on its own. It wasn't taking away from anything else. Yeah, absolutely, and even then, uh, I think for the first time in a very long time, mm-hmm. uh, we've really seen long-term storytelling pay off, like fucking wow. everything. And I, I mean, and we'll and we'll get to it, but yeah, that the one in particular that I know you're going to talk about, especially if you've been following BTE and you've known kind of the the stuff they've alluded to, 
and the callbacks to things that have happened before. I mean, it was it was amazing storytelling and it, like having these two year angles pay off the way they do is pretty outstanding. I think it's just crazy that within 2021 alone, and again, I think a lot of that also does have to do, uh, it's you know, as much as I hate to say it, and I and I say this just because of the, j- just the the remorse of responsibility behind you know whether or not we we should questionably have uh, live attendance again for these events, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Uh, I do feel like they've absolutely contributed to the energy. Um, I agree. Sure. Uh, AEW, you know, and again, not to just hop on this bandwagon, but I I still can't believe that in the year 2021 that we have just four insane match of the year con- like contenders alone just from AEW. We've got Agreed. Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa's unsanctioned lights out match. Uh, Lucha yeah. Brothers versus Young Bucks steel cage match that just happened in the last pay-per-view. A fucking televised match between Omega and Brian Danielson, yes. uh, and then just this like the main event for this uh, for this pay per view. It, I don't know, man. I, they were they, I, just so I, many bangers. I mean, to be honest, there was at least three matches on this card that would rank up there as match of the year contenders, wholeheartedly, like without even hesitating. I would say three of them on just this card alone. Like the yeah. main event was outstanding, but like I I feel like. You know, opening match really set the pace. It was like Jericho and Michaels at WrestleMania. Like, like how do you how do you like how do you follow that? And it's the first match. Like, are you kidding me? Like, they really set the standard. They set the bar, and then it kept on getting raised or held up at least at the level that you would intend it to be the whole time. Like, no one let it drop for a second. I I just you know, it's insane that like because all out and all out's gonna be one of the uh, all out twenty twenty one is gonna be the only pay per view that Mm -hmm. uh is going to have a home dvd release so oh so not only selling it through like the the website right and Hmm. um it's insane to me that like for as incredible and as emotional as uh all out was i i honestly enjoyed full gear so much better only because i felt like all out was just the was peak spectacle like mm-hmm. where WWE is always about like marketing moments I, I feel like all out was just that there was a lot of moments but in terms of like the the actual like meat of professional wrestling and the entertainment behind it that full gear delivered on all fronts uh, yeah. but more importantly just storytelling all around for a, a number of different things like th- this opener so um, did you yeah. want? Did we want to talk about the buy-in real quick? Is there because Bri- I briefly watch it? Yeah, and briefly because if you want to watch it, it is available on YouTube, so you don't have to have gotten the pay-per-view to watch this one. Uh, you know, I just think it's it's some of the best uh, wrestlers they have right now. I, I love Thunder Rosa. I think she is destined to get that TBS title. Uh, but you know, uh, Nia Jax is is still, you know, obviously like. Nyla Rose, sorry, Nyla Rose. <laughs> I was thinking. Oh of my else. god, I was just like, Nyla, God, I, I, a weird hybrid. Ooh. Oh, but well, no, but, no, but no, no, no. Nyla, Nyla Rose knows is what she's what you doing. Get on Amazon, Nia Jax is what you get on Wish.com. Wish dot Yeah, fair. Um, That's fair. And <laughs> Nyla, like, Nyla Rose knows what she's actually doing, and uh, 
and, and she's obviously had these great matches with Sheeta already in the past. I don't know if she's squared up with Rosa before. Have they had a one-on-one? Yes. Okay, okay. That makes sense. Um, um, and they Jamie Hayter nice adds to the mix. Yes, and they had a nice little feud. Um, mm-hmm. I, that's the one thing like that kind of bummed me out is like this is such a stacked and full card, but there's only two women's matches, one of them being on the buy-in. Sure. Sure. Yeah, and you're right. And you're right. And I think that they could have easily worked in some angles for like the TBS tournament that's going to be uh, happening. And and they did kind of set up some storytelling here. Like they had, um, oh, Serena Deeb was out in the crowd, like staring down yeah. Sheeta. So they're still keeping that, which is good because they had a great match uh, just recently, like her 50th win. Uh, and the match before it, where where I think it might have been all out, maybe where they had that match and and uh, Serena Deeb had won. Um, they've got great chemistry, so I, I I'm not mad about them continuing that rivalry and, and and going on with that because I think they both have like really good stuff in the ring. Uh, Jamie Hader I think is showing her power. Nyla Rose is still you know obviously being the beast um, that she's become, and, and I don't know, I think everyone really contributed to this and, and showcased what they do best. Uh, I'm kind of surprised that some of these wrestlers aren't in the TBS tournament. It's really strange. I know they've set up to where like challengers can face off against the top ranked mm-hmm. female wrestlers, and that kind of contributes to how the tournament brackets are set. But yeah, uh, I, I kind of wish because like they just recently did this qualifier for the world title um, mm-hmm. too, and I feel like the 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 like places and and entries should be determined based on the AEW rankings, but. Yeah, kind of feel like they're not like I don't know. No, so probably not. Probably not. Would, I I think just to kind of because they have some again long term booking for some uh, other matches down the road. Um, mm-hmm. I think they uh just needed to get some garnish in, and that's where these world tournaments are uh, coming into play. Um, yeah, I wish I checked it out, but honestly, I I would like to kind of see um i'd like to see more singles competition with thunder rosa i kind of want to see her kind of um reignite what she had going on with brit because like that was some heat and i mm-hmm. feel like there, i feel like that 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 door was kind of left open and not necessarily closed um, yeah and they can but, always come back to it with their history absolutely um, but goddamn like in terms of um in terms of the female division, I, I really think that because, and, and, I, and that's another thing we'll have to get to later down the line. Um, AW capitalizing on some of the uh, talent that's available. It's really cool to capitalize on, uh, you know, talent pool that's out there, especially in light of all the releases from both ROH and WWE. I, I really mm. feel like there's an opportunity to strengthen your, your female division. And like, there is like, I, I love what they're doing with Jade Cargill. Personally, I think she is poised to get the, uh, the TBS title. Um, and there were, that's what we're most likely getting set up between her and red velvet, like her and red velvet part mm. two, which like, I don't know. They're both super green. So, um, mm-hmm. We'll have to see. But like, I'll tell you what, man. They were scrapping on no, it was either on Dynamite Rampage. or Rampage. It was oh, Rampage. boy. She was, like, out for blood. It was actually kind of surprising. I was like, oh, damn. Oh, like, no, she's... yeah. They were they were stiff. I enjoyed it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. If, yeah, they've yeah. Been, if, they've, if they keep it up like that, like then that, cool. I can get yeah. behind that. Yeah, um, I agree. Wholeheartedly. 
So this opener, but man. This match, and, and I love that MJF has been referring to himself and others as the pillars, like the, the homegrown uh, stars of AEW, which I you fully agree with. I, the pillows, dude. Okay. You didn't hear JR? No, <laughs> I, I, I try not to. No offense to JR. No, I know he's recovering and he's trying to like, you know, he's, he's beating the, the cancer he has right now. Uh, but no offense to him, but yeah, I sometimes block out JR. Oh, he's, <laughs> Mom, he's sorry. Of, they're, they're one of the four pillows. Yeah, sure. Well, it's okay. Shivani's just going to call MJF a prick and a piece of shit and everything he else should. he calls him. Oh, he should. Yeah, well, Absolutely. Well, I love it. I but, live, but, but that's, I live that, for that's what makes MJF so good. Absolute bias. No, but that's what make, uh, that's what he is so good at. He is good at rallying people up. He is good at like stirring the pot, creating all this shit. But he somehow backs it up. I really like that he went on this whole tirade that he was going to beat Darby Allen with a headlock takeover and... We'll get to it, but that's exactly what he does. Uh, you know, he out-wrestled him, quote-unquote, with he, an asterisk. Yeah, well, okay, so, let let yeah, so we get this typical, like, art house meets Spike John's like, video package from Darby, just basically, and, and there's a lot of uh, themes, like some, some Tarantino-esque use of uh, essentially a car being rolled over and done uh, to kind of just go on to all the comments that uh, MJF has made uh, against Darby's personal, like his his actual real-life background of being involved in a car accident with his uncle who was driving drunk and unfortunately uh, lost his life. And MJF bringing that into some uh, very real heat between these two and, and mm-hmm. his use of uh, essentially, again, the uh, fucked up cutout MJF face. And it, it's more of the weird Darby-ness that I love. But coming out and it basically expecting to just fight and fuck up MJF, no, it is a... It is some Greco-Roman wrestling style, like fucking technical grapples, moves, holds, reversals. It was a it was a pretty neat exchange to the point where, at at some uh, point, I think uh, Darby was gonna do like a, a body to body like suplex or a press slam, and somehow MJF countered with a cartwheel out, and I'm like, whoa! It was it was a nice yeah. little exchange. It reminded me of a. Uh, as weird as it sounds, and I know I might catch heat for this, it reminded me of the exchange that Ricochet and um, Osprey uh, had, only yeah. better. Because they theirs was a little too clean. I like mm-hmm. the roughness here. Like it, it really the the choreography, quote unquote, wasn't as apparent. It wasn't. Um, this really felt organic, and and definitely felt like uh, everyone basically pitting their their technical submission skills and putting it to the test mm-hmm. yeah yeah and I, I think as they kind of ramp up and they go from the technical to a little bit more of the hard-hitting stuff uh they were breaking out some moves i've not seen them use before like at one point mjf did a backbreaker over the knee like akin to a roderick strong and it was fun too because he got him up for the powerbomb position and you hear darby go oh shit <laughs> And then he just fucking just drops him on the knee, yeah, and, which like is a good because spine buster across the knee. Yeah, I saw that. But but the best thing is that he keeps on selling the knee. 
all throughout this match, MJF is selling the knee. He's selling the leg. Like, you know that Darby's maybe going to eventually try to get a submission into it. But he, he's always selling the knee, which I thought was great. And he didn't mess up once. Like, usually, like, someone's selling the knee, and then they forget, okay, which knee is bad? And they grab the wrong one, or they sell the wrong one. Like, he was consistently selling the left knee. And all throughout the match, he's doing moves that focus on him using his knee, like the backbreaker over the knee, the tombstone pile driver on the ring apron, like, all these things he's building up to his knee. Um, which I kind of assumed that's what's maybe the story they're telling is that Darby's going to eventually catch him slipping and get him into a submission, which that didn't happen. But I think that was the story they were telling kind of throughout well, we the match was this could be the four. You got him that figure four to like keep him going. No, there were some, yeah. there were some pretty insane spots. The, the spot sure. that actually like really, really stuck with me. Cause you see this done so many times and it's, I think it's done by at this point, people that either don't know how to do it safely or don't know how to, or just do it dangerously. Um, but I, I really am surprised that no one's talking about Darby's like suicida dive through the ropes because it was a fucking oh. missile. It was a he shoulder is, tackle. Yeah. Like it was insane. I've never seen somebody do a dive like that. And just, you could hear like the straight gut punch to fucking mm-hmm. uh, MJF as they both hit the floor. It was he's known he's he's known for those. He did one to 2.0 one time that like you didn't even see him coming. Like all of a sudden you just like you turn and look and he's like already halfway across the screen knocking some guy into the barricade. Like it is just absolute disregard for his body when he throws that out. It's insane. Yeah, but it was the mm-hmm. out of all of like if I were to call like like one of the best spots of the year, that that really stuck with me. Um mm-hmm. I really enjoyed his coffin drop to the outside. Like, there was no give. Like, it was just him from the top to the outside coffin drop right on the floor. I, that was I, sick I, looking. I think, I don't know, call me the picky dude, but, like, I'm kind of getting a little um, disenchanted with high spots just because, and granted, mm. I want them all to be safe, but, like, now it's, like, because of the, the added risk and everybody wants to make sure they're taking care of each other, it's starting mm-hmm. to break the illusion of, of there being, like, and a contest of combat like at some point mjf realized just like how little give they're gonna have and you see him spring up to catch darby um mm. okay i so, didn't catch that so oh yeah dude oh. it's I, I mean it's fine but just like which is fine with the right camera angle you wouldn't even notice but yeah i guess if you catch it as certain angle, i've just been probably seeing see it a it. lot lately like um sure fucking the only high-flying spot that i think was done well Two of them um, were... Well, one almost killed him. Uh, is it the one that I'm... That you're... I don't know if we're talking about... I don't know. I don't know which one almost killed him. Oh, uh, later in the in the card with Sammy doing the sentence. Okay, that is the one. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, fucking... That one was done well, though. Um, Looks that, like it that goes Goddamn. That, that goes with another uh, just argument of illusion... Uh, yeah. And then Hangman's uh, moonsault to the outside, which as long as he, there isn't. He's basically hitting that like Charlotte does, like where he he's going to do a flip and land on his feet. You're just hoping that the person that's catching you is like there to be in the spot they're supposed to be in. Right. But that's the thing. Yeah. When when that prep hangs out and then basically the person who's supposed to be caught off guard is uh, doing yeah. the exact opposite where like you can see them lining up and they're preparing. It, it, mm-hmm. I, I, it It's just 
like I don't know. I feel like at that point it's being done to death to where I can see through it, and it kind of takes me out. Like, yeah, I, but you're also saw... probably a little bit more wise to the the whole like you know what they're doing, what they're pulling. Yeah, I, no, I think true. a general general person watching it it's, maybe isn't because you know because you know what you're looking for, and a lot of people aren't maybe looking for that stuff specifically. It, it's the equivalent of like when you see a triple threat and you see the corner spot where somebody's doing a superplex while somebody's underneath and doing the power uh, bomb. Power bomb. Yeah, it's just it's done so much. It's like yeah. it, it's definitely lost that enchantment that that's, it used to have. That's fair. I think it's like the equivalent of like if you watch a magic trick done a thousand times, you know what you're looking for. You're watching the tells. You're watching like okay, this is what they do now. You know, I mean, that's it. Doesn't make the thing less exciting. It's just like if you've been kind of exposed to it too much, you'll eventually get to that point. So I get it. Yeah. Mm. I mean. Yeah, not to be a grumpy Gus. Um, no, but it, we've watched a lot of wrestling. Maybe it's our fault that we I just, just have been too exposed you, you to it. You see, like point. when you see fucking Darby do a coffin drop into uh, ego, like in an actual coffin, and just see the like which brutality there. Jesus, dumb. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dumb. Ethan Page, yeah, it was dumb. Um, uh, but, but yeah, this match was awesome, and I really did like that. Uh, at one point, MJF. Put the scorpion death lock on Darby. I was like, God damn, what an asshole. What a piece of shit. Yeah, the only other, my, really, my, yeah, my biggest little, like, that. and I think uh, the, Matthew touched on it when he talked about the show. Like, he mm. took, dude, this had one of the most brutal spots also on the card, which was a fucking pile drive, well, a tombstone pile driver on the apron, mm. which, yeah. you know, that alone, that, that, he got that some could, height, man. He got some, yeah, he, on he it got too. some. Yeah, it was all it was perfectly done. Holy shit. Like probably one of the cleanest best tombstone pile drivers I've seen in such a long time. But this doesn't put away the dude, but some brass nucks, the some some chony nucks that like got got all that schmagma. That that's what uh that's what did old Darby in. I'm just like, "Oh man." Um but aside from that, no. This is an incredible match. I I would say sure. this is up there to well I just did not. I I think it's mo- mainly because like I knew they were gonna like do a great match. I just didn't think they were gonna tear the house down. Yeah, so. yeah. No, I mean it was you expected it to be decent, but like they they kind of just really put their all into that match. And I think they had a lot to prove. They had a lot to establish on a card that has people like Brian Danielson, like CM Punk. You know, obviously the Omega and. Page matches like you know like the the stuff they've been working up to for years, and you knew you had to really kind of either start off with a bang or you know hold hold up to that level that caliber of what people were expecting. I think they did that very very well, um, and it really put MJF back on the radar for me because I think he's been kind of missing out on a lot being with the Pinnacle and and doing a lot of the storyline stuff. I guess mm-hmm. like I just I feel like he hasn't really been there or really on my radar or what I've been really paying attention to. So like I'm back thinking about MJF. I'm still like, okay, wow. Like you've got a lot to contribute. I know a lot of exposure has been on the other guys, but like, yeah, this is good, man. Put yourself back in there. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so next match, Lucha bros and FTR. We kind of discussed this briefly before we recorded. Um, I, I, I caught bits and pieces of this and, and you got to watch it more. Yes. So Okay. Um this is an incredible match. Uh I'm I mean again, this is on the 
heels on whether or not FTR would have to break up just from Cash's insane freak injury at the turnbuckle um, and the fact that he suffered some nerve damage. Um, so I am relieved that such an incredible uh, tag team gets to continue on. Um, in terms of chemistry here, I think the big story was just I, I think the story basically was what was doing a lot of the heavy lifting more more or less than the match because mm-hmm. you have you have former AAA champions who are now the AEW champions that that that's what the match is for for their belts with the current AAA champions and the story that's being it went from being subtle to not so subtle was that FTR is trying to prove that while they're the world's best tag team that they feel like they're uh they're the better tag team to represent Mexico than Lucha Bros which is just like oh you're 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 just like it's mar- like it's it's heat shit for uh, like mm-hmm. it's heel shit for the heat but like it's almost bad heat just a little bit cuz uh-huh. like they're just enough the, to be like, ooh. yeah, like the wardrobe yeah. choice of like the knee pads, the knee pad. Yes. And then like, so the super frog masks. Yeah. Yeah. I, there is one mm-hmm. thing I, I think we're, we're going to mention a lot um, is that the show uh, also took place on the date of Eddie Guerrero's death. So yes. there was so you, a, you do see a lot, lot of tributes, a lot of tributes. Um, but mm-hmm. like, you know, doing a tribute, like doing the Three Amigos, but doing it to mock the Lucha Bros. In when you're the AAA champs, like, like it's a little tasteless. Like shit was just, mm, I don't know. It that that's when I was just like, I like I get it. I I I get the. Like, MJF pushes it all the time. Sometimes I think he catches some really, like, he does some shit. I'm surprised he hasn't gotten, like, uh, like the Max Caster treatment for sensitivity training. Because, like, this motherfucker, <laughs> like, his fat shame. This motherfucker has, like, he has really, really, like, pushed the boundaries of what he can do within a modern climate. Because he, he goes for some, he goes from, like, some 70s dirty shit. And yet he... Yeah. He had. I don't know if he's been talking to. I I know that. I think he caught, he caught some shit from TNT once. Um, but yeah, I mm, I was a little I was a little worried about that one. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, I I do enjoy that. Like, uh, they definitely there are times where they they exchanged some. They had some synergy here and there where, um, the just the rotation of different styles like clashing against one another versus as far as dives to kicks to sling blades and then uh just fucking like old school like nwa cannonball fucking uh moves i i thought that out of any of the matchups that they've had with these styles that i i think this was the one that was um wasn't as messy wasn't as oil against water like these guys like it was very much like they're they're definitely from different fighting styles and different wrestling styles but like they they definitely worked out a harmony if anything uh i think what just took me out is yeah some of the some of the heel shit was a little much and then the finish which was just weird 
So explain um, this to me because I guess it involved a mask. So did they they pin the wrong guy, but they still get the win because they didn't right. realize who it was with the mask on? Okay, I guess that's. I mean, some people may not understand that. I guess, and like you'd have to really pay close attention, to know what's going on, and know like who's legal, who's not, who's wrestling, who has the mask on. And I think it just kind of confuses people if they're not paying close attention. I think, okay, so what had happened leading up to it is it's that Three Amigos spot that I was talking about where okay. uh, Harwood was trying to do it and he was doing the the shuffle, the Eddie's trademark shuffle. Mm-hmm. He did it, and before he can get the third suplex in, uh, Penta reversed it, then he did the Three Amigos, and then um, – after he did it, uh, Phoenix came in out of nowhere with a fucking frog splash and nearly gets uh, Harwood. But then Harwood's pulled out of the ring by uh, Cash, and then, they yeah, they put on the super frog masks, and it's... It, again, I'm just like, dude, like, yeah, they're, like, they're big white dudes and, like, a mask can hide them, but they all have... They they have individual tattoos. Like, it's it's just, like... It, it was what you were saying earlier, like this weird, like twin magic spot that just didn't, I don't know. It it didn't work out all that well. Like it, it had like the, it had the elegance of like the fucking Hogan fireball like that. Like it was weird, man. I wasn't a fan of mm. it, but other than that, okay. um, it, it was neat. Um, fucking like they definitely incorporated the belts at one point to use as a weapon. Um, and again, as far as the the exchange of moves, I thought out of any of the potential matchups that these guys could have had, that their um, clash of styles, it, it wasn't as good as Bucks versus FTR. Like that was still like, in my opinion, one of the best tag team matches. Or Bucks ever. versus Lucha, like. Yeah, but uh, fuck, man, it was it was still good. I don't. I think it's just because this match was I was pumping up my match like my my myself for this match and like it was yeah. it was good. I enjoyed it. It was just a really weird finish and then again the story being a little louder than it should have been and some dumb mm. heel shit. Gotcha. Uh one thing that was loud for different reasons was the finals of the number one contender tournament, which had uh, Brian Danielson <laughs> facing off against Miro. Oh man, I dude I love this. I love this just because, like, speaking of, like, just completely different attitudes clashing, just, like, <laughs> you have Danielson just like, I'm going to have a fucking sweet-ass athletic contest of skill. Meanwhile, Miro's just like, fuck you and everyone who has fucking betrayed me my god like yep. he's taking it to yeah, a whole he, different he, level he is he is currently in a feud with god and he's only wrestling so his wife will take him back <laughs> that is that's the whole angle of the storyline but, but brilliant damn. i love that video package but damn I, I oh absolutely it was dude like he's Miro been a can't promo be stopped right machine. now Yes. Fucking from God's favorite champion to forsake. I love it. I want this Miro all the time. <laughs> Fuck the Dude, best, Dude, he, he, he just, li- he has some lines. I don't know who's writing this stuff for him, but is, or if he's doing it himself, he needs to just keep this going forever. Uh, when I look at and something about, like he says something about like when he looks up at you, uh, him speaking to God, that's you. Like when I look up at you, do you look down in fear or something like that? Like he's just like, or he's just calling God out. Shame. Yeah. 
Yeah, just insane. And Brian Danielson's just like, like I'm, I might get beat up in this match, but I'm here I to mean, fight. I'm here to win. I will pave the way on top of blood and skulls and crush. Like it was, ah, uh, yep. like I, you know, I. I love it. I love it. And it's just such an, I, it, it's such an iconoclastic take as opposed to like whatever Rusev was meant to be. Cause yeah. I, I mean, a lot of this just because like, uh, even then like on rampage with, um, I believe it was Dante Martin versus Arya Davari. Who was it? On, yeah. Uh, the, yeah. The, 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 yeah. The hometown people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. And like, you didn't have like it. It didn't need to be a story of evil brown people. It it just needed to be fucking dude. Like like you heard them chant six one two. When when is like there been an area code chant in a in a hometown right. match for a while? Like there was a lot. Like you know what I mean? Like I, at one point, like think about it. At, at, at any point other than like you know part of his, uh, maybe his uh again his wardrobe themes or just like in passing in regard to like part of who he is it's not entirely who he is like his bulgarian heritage hasn't like fucking carried the load of selling me why this dude's fucking insane it's just been this dude being insane and i love that and like and it hasn't been brought up at all in this current no like like like, like when he was like like you know happy rusev day like before his departure like that was just him being fun on the microphone like just having like the ability to cut promos and not have it be because he's foreign yeah dude and like you know that's insane i that it's it's just it's so refreshing it's a nice palate cleanser um but no this match was this match was stiff like this was uh this uh, i think would goes up there with the suzuki match but funny enough between the two fucking Miro took it like Miro was starting to look like Two-Face there with all the welts that were building up on the left side of his mm-hmm. face like mm-hmm. motherfucker had like he had jerky face I figured he was gonna chop up Danielson to hell like his chest has been red and raw like every single match he's had and I'm sure he got marked up pretty good in this one but yeah Miro took a oh, we lot don't need to of talk about stuff we don't we don't need to talk about chopping up in Danielson for a bit we can keep those <laughs> words away from each other for a while oh man this motherfucker, dude. Did you, did you hear mm. about that? No. He was on Bree's podcast, and he was talking about how he preferred getting chopped up in the ring versus getting chopped up by Bree. And okay. yeah, but like, but in the bedroom, chopped up. Like what? what was Bree shooting on him? Like, <laughs> like no, he was shooting. It felt like he was shooting on her. He was just like, I don't uh-huh. know, man. I, I think I prefer getting beaten the shit out of the ring versus you, like, giving me them brains. Like, that's – it was weird, dude. It was awkward. Like, he's and, – and, like, now I don't know what it is, but every time uh, Brian Danielson's got to say something, like, weird or off-color, I'm just like, yeah, okay. They got to use that, like, really weird, creepy-ass Macaulay Culkin smirk um, mm-hmm. image that they have from, like, his um, second they just, appearance They, they just ruined him, man. He, sh- he shouldn't have been on Total Divas. They've ruined him now. He's just going to say shit just to get a fucking rise out of people because he was on fucking reality show. Oh, dude, but it's gold, though. I mean, did you? I really enjoy. I think that was the most enjoyable, acclaimed diss rap I have ever heard was what, <laughs> what uh, Max Caster did on Danielson. I'm like, all right, do more of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, this is a, a hard hitting match. Uh, lots of fucking 
he lots at the of end bows. though. Though man, yeah, he he hits that DDT off the like was it like a like a spin not was it a tornado DDT off the top or what was it like? What he does he a hit? huge DDT like it was a tornado DDT and then yeah, he doesn't he doesn't looks, let go. It looks gross though. Yeah, it looked gross. It like, looked, he looked bad. Like he spiked him. Yeah. He spiked him, and then he just kept holding on and got him in a guillotine lock. And then, like, Miro didn't even tap out. He knocked him out for a good second, and then they called it. Yeah, that was the thing. I couldn't understand because I, I saw the ref go to check on him, and he didn't tap, but he also, like, didn't check. Like, he just, like, said, okay, he's out. Like, this is know, just, just it, it, it seemed kind of rushed. I just, I, yeah, it was a little, but, like, dude, I mean, not every but, match. But realistic, I, I legit, I legit thought he got knocked out and we we're going to see the X. Like I thought he legit got fucked up from it. So I wasn't, I wasn't hating it because it looked legitimate. It looked pretty bad. I mean, but yeah, mm-hmm. dude, near the end of it, like I said, he like Miro had jerky face. I, I was like astonished. Um, yeah, I, I love these hard matches, but like, dude, I'm just worried about Danielson because like I, we're one announcement away from him, like needing <laughs> to take a break. I'm retired from, again. Like, yeah. yeah. So like, yeah. I, True. I don't know, man. And he still has yet to. Mm. I mean, we're we're definitely. Um, fuck this Wednesday. We're we're getting Ishi. Um, yes, yes. And then apparently, like in the most weird, one of the most casual, like yeah, fuck it, like that's what we're doing. Apparently, the best friends are now officially part of Chaos, and I'm just like, dude, I all right. Keep it made it sound pay- like that it was just Orange Cassidy, but I guess I I'm not sure. I'm a little confused by that. No, everybody in the best friends oh, like cool. fucking hey, Trent. hey fucking get Chuck good get Chuck Taylor in there, man. He needs a good stable. Good for him. Um, Chucky T. Uh yeah, dude. Chucky T and Okada apparently are secret besties. Um, good. I love it. I love to see that. Yeah. So that was a. Uh, that was just a weird and like man, it didn't. It fucking took Wikipedia seconds to update that. So I go. believe it. I believe it. Uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, Miro losing was kind of surprising to me. I really thought they were going to push him to the moon. I thought he'd be the guy to go for the title. But I mean, obviously seeing the results of the last match, like this match with Danielson, holy shit. I, okay. Like, yeah. We are now with the roster this big and the fact that there are mm-hmm. four weekly shows, two of which are on cable. And mm-hmm. the fact that there, there is a lot of different, if again they're wanting to really build up and make things matter as much as Cody and the gang do not want to saturate the uh promotion with belts they we need more belts i think we need yeah uh i honestly think we need a tv belt and we, we need have one tnt is a tv belt oh yeah that's right uh fuck um then another type of belt um, but I, I mean, in that, I, class, I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just surprised they haven't done a six man belt. I was about to say, or a not, not, belt. not six man. Yeah. Trios belt. That's what I meant. Trios. belt. Yeah. yeah. We need, we need like, a trios belt a trios with belt. all the goddamn sables. Um, yeah. and then, yeah, there's gotta be a, 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 at least another class of belt because at this point, like there's only so much a blood feud can do to carry you like either that or like we need something that's like the um money in the bank which i mean i don't think has been done well in literally any other promotion what's the tna equivalent it's feast or fire or fire feast what is it what are we talking about uh tna had this thing where it was like the money in bank there's six briefcases uh three of which 
are contracts to get you like a belt at some point. Uh huh. And then okay. three of them are pink slips. Yeah, I don't know about this. This is new. To yeah, me. it's it's dumb. It was dumb. It was always like they definitely use it as a way to legitimately write off people who were planning to be fired or to give gotcha. people like some breaks. Um, but I... it was always, I, but we, something to that effect to like at least give mm-hmm. like I don't know because I I, just I don't feel think they, like... necess- they don't necessarily have to like introduce new titles, but I think because of the Forbidden Door being such a relevant thing, you could easily just have some of these guys go like Christian did and just win their belts. And so they're still a champion, just not of that show. But it's still represented, like, hey, you're a world champion, but you went and you won the like. Obviously, Mox got like the GCW belt, which I'm guessing he'll probably have to. I think we'll uh, see some more GCW because, like, after Tony Khan's comments uh, recently, I don't think there's going to be any NWA love for anytime soon. Yeah, I think just GCW. And and probably New Japan are probably gonna be like the the forerunners, yeah. For any then, kind of involvement for the time being. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, Don Callis was. I I hope that wasn't a, a last deal thing, but given the results, I yeah. I I hope I would yeah. like Impact to be involved still. Like I yeah, think but I think it's they, I think they've ended it for, like for the time being at least. Like that that relationship's over for right now. Yeah, is what is it sounds like. But yeah, you're right. Maybe maybe him coming back is like, you know, hey, it's not over yet. Yeah, um, which I can only hope. Yeah. Uh, we go into the Falls Count Anywhere match, your uh, beloved Jungle Jean, Jeans. Jungle Jean Battle Royal. Uh, uh, I, I I liked it. I had a lot of fun with it. There's just one glaring thing that really like took me out of the element of this match. And albeit he did a lot of cool stuff, uh, at one point he does a shooting star press off the ramp, but... At one point, Luchasaurus is doing like these moves, and it feels so choreographed that he misses a spot, and he just doesn't know what to do. He just kind of stares, like he was like like it was like Nick and Nick and Matt were in the ring with like weapons, and he was supposed to like kick chairs back into their faces, but he like went for the wrong person. So like they did this weird like chairs up. I didn't kick it. Now I'm looking at you. Like what am I going to do now? Yes, and it just completely took me out. It it completely took me out of it because I was like everything else felt so like brutal and obviously like like they're just hitting each other this is all unscripted and it's just like I, li- I like Luch Torres I think he does a lot of great stuff for a guy his size but all of it seems very choreographed to I the think, point where it's like you, you gotta stop doing spots I, like just yeah, be a I, monster yeah just because like okay I, I think if they tone him down just a little bit because at some point like when he, he is impressive comfort- he is impressive yes. Yes, when he's but in his I, I feel like, I feel like you have to do that stuff with him doing like squash matches or something if you're gonna let him show off. Otherwise, just let him do a couple moves and like let that be it. Right, or just like you know, make sure to keep him fresh because when he's fresh, he's on fire. Like when he's the hot tag mm. and like he's hot. But when the yeah. dude's gassed, he moves like a robot. You're right. Okay, yeah, and, and I agree because like he's a great hot tag because he'll go and just clear house just like uh. Like when John Silver does like his combo shit, like he'll he'll clean up. But, yeah, but you're right. If he goes for too long, then he's yeah. He's you're like, right. You, you, he just he he moves like the Tin Man, to where like mm. he fucking like like I can see the articulation of his limbs and what like he moves like an action figure, and like yeah. I, and and not to say like dude, I am not. I love Luchasaurus and the dude's fucking athletic to all hell. But like yeah. he has an awkward, like. 
the only analog that I can think of is Lance Archer, except Lance Archer has a bit more fluidity in what he does. And plus, mm-hmm. Lance leans into the style that better complements his size, where he then, like, he, he at that point, sometimes he'll pull from the bag that, like, kind of deceptively makes use of, like, uh, styles and maneuvers that you wouldn't and uh and i think he from... can he and he can improvise where i feel like Lu- yes. luchasaur is like he can't improvise he just no. says well I, I missed my spot now what well yeah, yeah like and it but like i i don't know man I, I i agree with you out of all the matches i've seen of him this is the one where i've seen him like be the most green like but he's also doing some insane shit like all right did some crazy stuff oh, yeah like okay so like if that was a moment, I'll tell you the moment that took it out for me. It was still in crazy, but like it was the one thing where just like, like, like I felt awful for him. But like, the the thumbtack knee pads with the fucking BTE. Yeah. Trailer. Okay. Let, let's all but, sit. Let's all sit down and put on our knee pads, guys. Well, no, but that wasn't it. It was seeing the absolute fucking fear in Luchasaurus's face and he's like he's preparing for it. he's just like this is not gonna feel good but like you uh, see him preparing for it I'm like dude if you've got this much wherewithal fucking you mm-hmm. know in in the illusion of this you would stop it but like I can yeah. see that you're scared to take this I would be too fuck this spot that but, looked but awful I feel, but I feel like he's the safest one to take it he's got the mask on yes he's got uh, but like he took it against the neck, the chest, the back sure, of his sure. head that is not masked. So, like, he's taking it from all angles. That shit's going to hurt. And plus, he's wearing a mask, but those are thumbtacks. They're going to poke through. Of I, course, like, of course. I don't, like, I, thank God they were aiming a little low and mostly, like, around his cheeks and his mouth. But I would not be surprised if he had some, like, fucking pin scars. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, no, this match was... The, like out of all the buck matches that where people like always talk about spot fests, this was the spot fest match that like this is the one that's the most guilty of it. But it's also um, almost almost for other people though. Like Christian was getting his in, like he oh, did yeah. a, a dive like out of the crowd onto him that looked really sweet. Like he he was getting some cool stuff in, which I was really surprised that he was taking some of the you know some of the bumps and some of the risks that he was oh, taking. Man. That smooth, that smooth spot with uh, Jungle Boy just like fucking lording over everybody on the folding chair was great, and then like Adam Cole out of nowhere yeah. with the Shining Wizard. They, they were still like this was a fun thumb, match. Thumb, 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 thumbtacks in the mouth for the super kick. Um, yeah, um, and then I, think... I, I really, I, I did like the uh, the whole like morale thing where like Jungle Boy is not innocent anymore. Mm-hmm. Like he's not like goody goody two shoes anymore. Like he he gets his concerto in. And it looks sick, like like better than Christian's done, man. Uh, holy shit! I think he tagged yeah, him. Yeah, Christian. Yeah, I think he actually really <laughs> got mad. Uh huh. A little bit, like like the way the chair came down, like it smashed real good on the flat, and then kind of like scraped a little bit over his head. So I think he must like caught like the end of it. Yeah, it, it looked pretty gnarly though. Um, but yeah, it. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I I I think if anything, and I guess we'll talk more about that considering some of the other elements of um, their ongoing stories. Um, I, I definitely think there needs to be a revamp in the elite. Cause the one thing I'm, I'm, I'm feeling awful for like Cutler, not has always been like, he's, he's embraced like being the goofy gimmicky wrestler. And I'm good with that. Yeah. And like, I'm fine with him being like one of their stooge and toadies, but 
man, Cutler kind of deserves better at this point. I'm I'm kind of mm. over him being the stooge. Him or him or Nakasawa, like either one of them probably deserve better at this point. But you know, yeah, that's they're, the... they're, they're, they're kind of relevant still, which is something. Yeah, but aside but from that, it, sh- it, sh- it shouldn't be worth that. No, um, this was this was a fun match. Um, weird because this is the only thing that was really weird. It started off like a traditional match. Like I'm like, wait a minute, this is a street fight. Like, isn't it supposed mm-hmm. to be like, you know, fucking? Oh wait, no, 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 not this match. Sorry, the other match which we'll get to. But I, yeah. I just, it, it was in the ring a little longer than I thought it would be. But no, this was this was a nice, um exciting match it got it it definitely did everything it needed to do um i I don't think it takes away from the card like like you don't want it to be like like the biggest match of the night because that'd be taken away from a lot of other matches so it it did play a good part yeah i also will say that like um aw's kind of also fallen a little bit of a that predictability of like giving some of their uh some of their new signees like some momentum like a little too much momentum Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. But I have not seen that with Adam Cole. Adam Cole has already been... He's been taking like, quite a few He's been eating some shit. Yeah, he's been eating some shit lately. Yeah. Um, yeah. So good on him. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, this was a fun match. Um, okay, so... Uh, how did you feel about this next match? Because, I, dude... I, I don't know. Call me weird or out of touch, but I... I really don't get the the crazy heat that like Cody has with everyone. Like I figured he'd shake it off, but like I don't know. He's 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 become AEW Cena, but like not. Well, he he's definitely going to try to be their Triple H. He's already alluded to it. Um, I think that either this is something they've been planning and they're just letting this all kind of like permutate. And the crowd's gonna get worse and worse and matter and matter at him, and he'll go heal, or he's just oblivious to the kind of heat he has. You don't really get to do a reality show about like you being the best part of this company, and you're the EVP, and like make yourself a focal point, make yourself a big gimmick with like one of the guys that just showed up into your fed. Like he inserts himself into things where he should really just be taking a back seat. And I feel like if that's not intended, then he's kind of oblivious. Like you have Andrade. He can't be that. Uh, I dude, know. I think he's well, but but like but like Cody formed AEW, and give I'll give credit where credit's due. He formed AEW, but he did to get away from the lack of the way things were, and <laughs> and the way and and the way things were done in other federations, and how you put yourself over other uh, other people. And you get your stuff in, and you make yourself the star, and you get the wins. And albeit he does lose, but he's always a focal point, and it just seems like it's very forced. And like the reality show didn't do him any favors. Uh, his like blind patriotism doesn't do him any favors. No. Um, yeah. So so did so you catch a lot that stuff, ringside sign? I did not. A Cody solved racism. You guys don't forget it. Brilliant. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he oh, well, did. Well, no, it goes back to that fucking awful promo that he cut on. Um, yeah, I try um, to forget it. Yeah, dude. It just, I, I think because there's no way he can be this oblivious. I've seen like the dude is smart. I, I'm, I, 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 think I, I, I think it's a work. Yes, I, 
I do too because like the dude he hears the crowd and like the story is that like oh the crowd's against him because he's gone Hollywood um and even then he's I think he's pulling the curtain back just enough to where like he's like alluding like when he did like I will not turn I'm like ooh a little inside baseball but like the way he worked it was pretty smooth like very elegant but, but Cena did that too, and then they hated him more because of it. Like it, it's, yeah. it, he's, he, I think he's baiting people. I'm sure he is. Yeah. So I am. And and like also that being said he's though, the, he's really okay. good as heel too. But go ahead. He he could be he could be, and I hope that's what they're eventually going to. But this match felt very forced. Like the, there's yeah. no reason for this match. Like like you could do two singles matches. Give me Pac and Andrade again. I'll I'll watch that. You could do Cody and Malachi, but at this point, Malachi needs to move on. Yeah. Let's get you somewhere else, friend. Like I love the entrance, I love the gimmick. Uh, let's let's get you away from this and let's put you in something else. But Andrade and Pac, I could watch every single time. Um, so it felt very disjointed, felt very kind of thrown together. Um, it was it was a good match. I mean, it was okay, but I would have rather seen it as a singles match, or maybe just like. Maybe a three-way without Cody. <laughs> now nah, I should say Cody's a good wrestler. I mean, I'll, you know, gimmick aside, like he he's good. Um, I think they I need to. I I could have left it. I think Cody does need to kind of read the room and to kind of take a back seat because I think it is also overexposure. Um, but I kind I kind of figured it. I, I kind of figured eventually, like the EVPs would get into a program that eventually leaves them a chance to get out for a bit and then go take a break. Like Omega clearly needs a break. Uh, the Bucks could definitely use a break. Like these guys should wrestle in something and then take a step back and let others go for a while and then come back when it's convenient or when it's relevant. Don't yeah. don't be on the show all the time. Like I know you're a draw, but you've got established people on the show now. You can take a break. It's okay. Like you could stay home for a bit. You yeah. know. I mean, I know Cody did for a bit for the birth of of his child, but. You could be gone for a little bit longer. They let Paige do it when he had, you know, his son. Like you're allowed to have time off. You've got enough people here that can hold up the weight. Like, I, you I don't think, have to be around if you know. Yeah, I think what it is too is um, there's out of where EW is a bit predictable in some aspects. One of the more predictable factors is that uh, Cody just kind of. Now he's just slaying monsters of the week. Like at first, I was interested for the fact that Cody put himself in positions that would um, kind of already uh, break him away from those like pastiches and tropes that you see with mm -hmm. uh, Booker wrestling bookers. Like the fact that he can't challenge for uh, the AEW belt, which I feel like again the only yeah. loophole in that is if that was just put on the line without Cody asking for it because that's like i feel like the only loophole to that but there's that mm. um he he definitely still allowed mjf to get the better of him which was probably mm. the most interesting thing he's done was the mjf yeah. feud like that's where yeah. things got great but then like i don't know man like his skirmish with lance and fucking uh brody and the guy from uh and Shit. Shaquille O'Neal. Who's the boxer? A go-go? Yeah, and the, dude, that promo. That promo killed him for me. It just... 
Mm-hmm. Like when he talked about, he basically paint, painted a go-go like the evil foreign guy. I'm like, bro, really? Are you really going to do this? Are you really going to do white savior? And he Bur- did it. Buried him. Buried him. But like, it was shit that was just so off base and out of touch to the point where like it cooled everybody off of Cody. I that's yeah. that was the moment. He did have some opinion. momentum. I will I will give that to him. He had some momentum, and then yeah, that completely killed it. Like you should like dude. stupid <laughs> neck tattoos not... aside. <laughs> it I True. I don't know. Um, yeah. but yeah, this match. And I feel bad too because I feel like out of all the uh, the new talent that AEW's gotten, the one that hasn't gotten the shine as much as he should is El Idolo. Absolutely, and that dude's entrance is so fucking fire. Yeah. Dude, he comes out in the suit and the mask, and he's a crime lord. And yeah, he takes off his mask and shit. It is dope as hell. Like I would have loved to see them explore that character. Other than he's just a guy that pays off people. Like I want to see like crime lord. Andre or whatever he's going for, like I'm into it, man. I, I I dig it. It's dope as hell. I yeah. I'm just I'm trying to think of like who would be because like to be honest, like him and him and Pack do some great like yeah. Uh, they they definitely have some chemistry and they do some great matches. But like I'm I'm ready for something different. I I would be down for shit, man. I don't know. I don't know who to put him against really because like. He he is cozied up with Pinnacle, so like all those people plus MJF mm. are off the table. It's really hard to do heel versus heel, um, but who knows? I think once um, the dust kind of settles on Jay Lethal, I think those two can put mm. on some. some oh bands. yes, yes, um, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, um, yeah. This match was uh, all right. It 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 had Arn Arn beating up on Jose. It had fucking. Um, some cool moments, a lot of dissension between everyone and their respective partners. Um, and then Cody was just distracted or well, not distracted, but you know, kind of like out of the game for a bit with, uh, Mm. the doctor tending to him for God knows what reason. Um, I don't know. Either way, I kind of want this one to end. Um, yeah, I, I, I want to see all of them kind of go and do something else. Yeah. Agreed. All right, so hopefully, hopefully they moved on. Um, and then I didn't watch much of this one, but I, I I feel like this was probably like I've I've not heard or really seen much of Ty Conti. Ty Conti, other than dope. I mean, I mean, I I feel I feel like I've seen her, but I haven't seen her. Like I feel like she hasn't had that breakout moment, you know. Um, I I I think she's primed for it, but like she's been kind of like. The plus one for the Dark Order for a while, and she's had Which matches, but they've I been like she was dark. Officially in the Dark Order, and then somebody's just like, no. "No, no, she's she's just like Hangman. She's just a homie. She just kind of hangs out with Anna, and Anna's yeah. in, but you know, she's just like a friend of Anna. Um, but like I've seen her like on Dark and, and Elevation, and you know, she's like she seems like in a much better place than what she was when she was with the WWE. Um. But I don't know. Like, like, is this really like, like, does she I, earn she, her she, spot in this? Yes, I like okay. her doing the Gigi Katami was pretty fucking insane. Um, funny enough too. Like, Jr. was like confused by it and was like, "What is that?" I'm like, "Bro, you just called like how many Suzuki matches?" I'm like, come on. Um, 
But yeah, her she they did some intense shit. There was one spot way too brutal. Pro, it it was the there was three brutal spots in this entire pay per view. There's okay. one. Um, one of them. Okay. It was a um, avalanche backdrop against the ring apron, but it was oh bad. wait off the rope. Yes, Ooh. it was Ooh. bad, dude. Like it. Jesus. <laughs> it looked like. Her fucking um, lower back probably ate, just probably ate shit. Yeah, it it just fucking cornered against the edge, and then like you just see her head bounce. It was it was pretty gnar. Um, mm. But the everything else, the DDT, the uh, the those uh, those teases before her, her, actually getting it. Her kicks do look awesome as hell though. Like she's got some gnarly kicks. Like she's oh, got yeah, she's got a running boot deal she does in the corner that looks. Like, her brutal. in her uh, moonsault. It's funny that you mentioned uh, the Charlotte comparison because she uh-huh. did a moonsault was actually like swimmingly, like insane. Like had a lot oh. of fucking torque and spin to the point where like uh, she almost overspun. But mm. it, it like that was one of the moments where like I think like okay, this is good. Um, the everybody was just kind of just doing an exchange of finishers. Uh, between the DD tie and the tie KO, um, but un- like is <sighs> this one kind of suffered from a really bad uh, finish um, because uh, the lockjaw was getting swung in and 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 uh, avoided, and they kept just rolling around in the ring. But then Baker pinned her with a roll up. Just like, dude. You guys anticlimactic. Yeah, you guys beat the shit out of each other and like it's like I get it. I think it was just to try to make everyone look as strong as they could, but like I don't know. It made no sense to like beat the shit out of each other to where like that's the finish, that's the end. Um but it was still like a good match. Like at like at first it had a slow start, but like people are getting into it, it really picked up. I would say this was definitely better than the Statlander match with Baker. Um, okay. Yeah, I just, dude, there's just got to be more because, like, now I'm just like, who, who else does Britt go against? Like, I mean, I don't see Anna Jay being the spot. Jade, is, which, which they had that match and it was okay. Yeah, uh, Jade mm. is being prepared for the TBS match. I like. Cheetah is still doing her shit with Serena Deeb. Um, I I don't see Serena Deeb really stepping up either because like they've they've already kind of. I a Deeb match would be good because she, from a technical standpoint, I think they could really do some good stuff. Yeah, I kind of, I don't know, man. I I kind of like if you're gonna ask me, like I I think they kind of put the um put the fire out in the on the Soho match a little too soon. Um, I, actually, I you know, like... bring her back. I mean, I mean, I don't think they've necessarily said that's the end, right? Yeah, I I would like more of that. Um, but of all the releases too, I would really love uh, Ember Moon sign up and then. Ooh, sure. Yeah, I think that would be great. But no, um, this um, this match was great. I think it was just the 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 issue, um. I'll say right now, this is far from the worst match on the card. This was a great match. It's just yeah. that you can't, not every match, like, when when every match is incredible, even when it's really good, when it follows incredible matches that, like, leave you, like, you just, fucking, yeah. yeah, 
it, it then it just depends on like where you're at in the night. So, um, mm-hmm. all right, this fucking I'll, I'll oh. let you start off this one. Mm. I did not know what to expect going into this, other than I knew that it was going to get physical. I knew that it was going to be a brawl. Um, but man, I I like for me this was match of the night. Possibly, maybe, maybe, maybe tied with with the main event, but right out of the gate, like there's there's no like showboating. There's no pandering to the crowds. Kingston gets out there. He's in the ring. It takes him 12 seconds. Punk comes out. He doesn't do anything. He just comes straight to the ring. He doesn't do the clobbering time. He doesn't pander. He just walks straight to the ring. Oh, he's mad. Um, He's mad. He's pissed. These guys are going to fight. You don't know if it's a work or not. Do they really hate each other? We don't know. Uh, Even before the bell rings, Kingston hits a back fist to the future and knocks his head off. And I was like, God damn. Like, we're, we're, we're on and going. Like, we're, we're already here. Like, it didn't take any time to build up. They are swinging for the fences. Um, and they just get physical. I can honestly say the last time I remember Punk bleeding in a match was probably in Ring of Honor against Raven in a dog collar match. And that had to have been like 2006, yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't think he's bled since in a match because obviously WWE stands on blood. Like he came in around the time of like ruthless aggression, and you know they, they were kind of like scaling back the attitude stuff, and they weren't bleeding in matches anymore. So I've not seen him bleed in a match in decades, and like him gushing blood like almost right off the rip. I'm I was very pleased. I was like they're gonna do some gnarly shit, and it was just brutal the whole time. I I think the match ended too soon. That's my biggest. I, yeah, I I think it did maybe go a bit quicker than I was expecting, but I think they got in, got out, told the story they wanted to tell, and I don't think they're over. I don't think they're done. Yeah. I really don't think this is over. To be honest, like, I don't know, because here's, I, somebody, someone said, like, hey, if you're going to this cheering on punk, you're on the wrong side of history. You are the problem. And I get that. And I am cheering on Kingston. I really wanted Kingston to have this a moment and he basically pe- said i don't at, care if i win people or lose. at some point people at some point were booing punk which i could not believe yes. yeah oh i yeah. could not believe it uh it was uh it was a very it, I, I this was genuinely the most divided um mm-hmm. showing of support like i yes fucking cm punk eddie kingston like that shit was going on and then like at some point somebody even chanted fight forever like i it wasn't like the most technically skilled uh showing especially following everything we did see but like as far as like genuine animosity and he and just wanting to fuck each other up but like i want eddie to develop a little bit i want him like dude him being like a petty asshole like constantly it makes me lose sympathy it makes me like to the point where like i don't want to be like that that dude that like because he's it's obvious like there is in there there is one moment that really stood out to me to where like this is the big part of the match to like where punk was just a piece of shit jerk but he pulled a cena spot and he was just basically oh, that was him saying, and he dude. held it and he and held he, it 
he stayed there for almost a minute just letting people just <laughs> like really soak it in it was yeah, insane but he was so good it, it was his message saying like i am not the underdog and like that's mm-hmm. it, it goes against everything that like makes punk appealing because he is the underdog usually that's like he's he's the well, he the even came out and said it. He even came out and said it his first night there. He said, I am no longer the voice of the voiceless. I don't need to be that person anymore. I think right there, that was the that was the switch. That was the snap. Like, I am not that person anymore. I don't have to be that person anymore. Now I'm going to be Superman. Yeah. I, so, yeah. Talk about storytelling. They could really do a lot with that, with him and Kingston. And Kingston yeah. being the underdog. And Kingston being in his own head. And Kingston, like, you know like you know not getting his way because he gets in his way like a lot of these things are true Which they're realistic they did, but they and that's what that with him so many times they did that with him with moxley they did that with him with fucking danielson and now they're doing that with him with punk like i i guess but why not though it, it's real it's realistic though it I mean, is realistic but like at some point man like i i i kind of want the dude to get somewhat of a clue but like I get like there's no way for him to get a clue this soon if we want this to keep going. I mean, I, I just like Kingston being the same self-destructive way he's always been. I think once he's like in a moment of like where he's page where he's like I'm I know I can do this now I know I can win. It just loses it for for me. I think he I think his anxieties and his his anger and his demons all make him the complex character he is. I think once he becomes self-aware and becomes like like I don't know like proud right. of himself and and like excited to like I don't know I just I think I think it takes away from him as who he is as a character. Here we go. Here we go. This is okay. going to be the cuz I'm only going to have two moments of excitable fantasy booking cuz I sure. I love this. Like as critical as I am, I love this, but the only way in in my honest opinion to salvage this which would make it incredible and insane is if you do the following. Homicide needs to get signed to AEW. Homicide needs to pick a fight with Eddie, tell him he's disappointed, and say, you know what? Punk was right. Punk needs mm-hmm. to get in Homicide's corner, and basically Homicide needs to give Eddie tough love. They need a program. Eddie beats Homicide, and at this point, he's now prepped, and there's even more heat and, and more And blood. he beat and his then, mentor. Punk, like like he, yes. he beat the guy that trained him, yeah. And then Punk goes full heel, and says you're a bum too, homicide, and just shits on homicide at the end of his loss, which even gets more blood yes, involved. And yes. then like these motherfuckers. This is why had... you. This is why you never got signed, homicide. You know. Yes, and this is mm-hmm. where the motherfuckers have uh, like the ultimate rubber band. Like they get a fucking. I want an Iron Man match at All Out, and then that's where like we really like as much. Like at some point. I don't know. The only way to really make this fucking count, though, is that Punk still keeps his momentum, which is a little much. But I want Punk's first loss to be to Eddie. It it only makes sense. So mm-hmm. I I don't know if they can get this in time for Revolution, but like my fantasy book, I'm like this is bigger than Revolution. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think if I had to do fantasy booking with him, I would bring in Chris Hero, because I really think that Chris Hero and Kingston do have legitimate heat. Um, and I think that would play well in a rivalry where Punk and Hero also have a lot of history in the independence, and I think they could play off that pretty well too. But 
I don't know if they'll sign Hero. I don't see it happening, which is sad because I think Hero would be a good get. I think he's got too much I, medical I shit going on. At this I, point. I don't think he's actually active. I don't think he's actually wrestling. But the Homicide one works because I please, yeah, bring Homicide back more than one appearance. I would be down for that heart. And if Joe is like a free agent, I'd bring Joe in. Bring all no, those guys they talked he's, about. He's in NXT. He's there. I, I know. But he's hurt, so I don't know. Maybe they'll let him go. He's hurt again? <laughs> oh, yeah. He had to yeah, drop the belt. Yeah. yeah. So they'll, they'll probably release him soon because that's what they do. Yeah. When you're not you know, when you're not doing anything for him, they just want to get rid of you. So. I mean, I Rocksteady will pay out the nose with those VO checks, so really hope that like the game does well. Um, But we can only hope. What game is this? He's voicing King Shark in the Rock City Suicide Squad game. Are you kidding me? I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, you didn't that. know that? Yeah, yeah. He's King oh, Shark. Oh, that's fucking cool. That's awesome, actually. Okay. Yes. I, I will have to play that. That's really cool. Um, oh, what's, not, what's, what's not cool? Can I tell you what's not cool? What's not cool? This next match. Oh, dude. All right. I was... Dude, this... What? <laughs> and I knew... <laughs> and I knew... I knew this was going to be the dud. And, like... And it sucks because there's so much, like, there are some good wrestlers in this. I like Ethan Page. I like Scorpio Sky. I like, I like Scorpio most Sky. of the people. I like most of the people in the inner circle, except for, like, the blondes. Um, <laughs> dude, and it's just like, I knew this was going to be kind of rough, but it got so lost so quick that well, the only thing okay, I remember the is MMA the MMA fighters. Is the... Okay, so I think, like, they just leaned into the gimmicks. But, like, at one point, like, the tributes, I think, were off. Like, there were so many tributes. But one of the tributes, because I thought it was a legitimate botch, and it was a planned botch, um, was to pay homage to, like, uh, fucking Eddie Guerrero. I don't remember which match. and Forgive me for, like, not being sharp on my, like, history buff here. But where mm. he's looking for Vicky, they did. They, they, where they the fuck? Is Vicky? Yeah, but they did it with Junior, it, Junior DeSantos. It was, it was, um, it's, it's his match with Rey Mysterio for the custody of Dominic, oh, the ladder yeah, match. Yeah, that, okay, and, and, and Vicky was supposed to come out and like push the ladder, but it didn't happen. So they kind of like awkwardly fell off the ladder, and Eddie kind of like legit hurt himself falling off the ladder because the spot wasn't happening the way it was supposed to. And mm-hmm. he gets pissed. He's hitting the ring, going "Motherfucker!" He says, "Where the fuck was Vicky?" It's so good. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, they do that with where he Junior uh, DeSantos is supposed to like be there to fuck with the lion tamer, uh, um, or the lion salt. Sorry, the lion salt into the lion tamer to where Jericho uh, shouts. Oh, speaking of which, man, how many, how many f bombs were dropped on this pay per view, mm. dude? That going back to that punk uh, in Kingston moment where like they're really soaking in the John Cena spot and they just both yeah. start shouting "fuck you, fuck you" and beat like yeah, flip each other off. Yeah, yeah, dude, so many f bombs. I was, I I was shocked, but like mm-hmm. uh, appalled yeah. even. This 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 is a cartoon ass match. It was uh uh-huh. what like, and yeah, um, Sammy Guevara. Yeah. Um, did a crazy. I don't know how tall that goddamn dude, ladder was, but it was dude, way too tall. Insane. I don't even think that was a regulation grade ladder. It was, was certainly not. That that was a Jeff Hardy WrestleMania ladder spot right there. Yeah, that ladder was mm-hmm. not built for any serious construction. Uh, one thing that kind of, and again, don't 
people, don't bite my head off for this. I know it has to be done. I don't want anybody to get hurt. But, like, you got... Like, if the, if these precautions need to be taken into consideration to where, like, the illusion is broken... um, uh, Jericho and Aubrey had to hold down the ladder. At least see mm-hmm. if you can get somebody else from the inner circle to hold down the ladder. Like, the, the ref is supposed to be an impartial party. Impartial? Yeah. Yeah. So, like... Mm-hmm. There, there's a lot of like all the ladder spots that are really dangerous. Uh, either the camera people need to like watch their angles, um, which they did. I yes, actually caught. Thank, thank goodness, because they've obviously had a history of not doing that. <laughs> yes, um, mm-hmm. but there, I don't know the 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 holding down the ladder also kind of took me out of it, but. Goddamn, mm-hmm. was that just a crazy like I that table had no give. They hit the floor. Yep. All um, ass. Yeah. So um I mean, thankfully everybody was okay. Um but yeah. Yeah, uh, even he even came back out uh on the apron to, you know, talk down lethal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which um I don't know. This was uh this is okay. Um, I am. I don't like. Might as, my, my, might, as, might as well have a cool down match before the main event, anyways. So I guess that was probably for the best. Yeah, I just don't like MMA meets wrestling. I no. Me personally, MMA is just twenty minutes of sweaty dick punching. It's not entertaining. There's I, no. I, I I I have liked Dan Lambert though. Like on the mic, he's been actually pretty fun. Yes. So. Um. But like that dude. Like, that dude's channeling, like, some Bobby Heenan energy, and I feel like he does that from, like, just experience of being a fan of pro wrestling. Like, that's yeah. what I got. He didn't have to be in the match, though. Like, you could have gotten him. Like, he was getting enough heat just being, the, the like, the talking guy. He didn't have to be in the match, but you know, no. here we are. Um, But, yeah. Put, put, I, fucking Paige, put fucking Paige Van Sant in there. I would have saw her mix it up and fuck some people up. Yeah, I am... I don't know. Uh, I don't know where the inner circle goes from here. That's another uh, thing. Yeah, true. So Very true. I kind of feel like at some point, the only thing they can do is kind of tease a breakup. But like, I'm Sammy, sure Jericho's going to be going on tour soon, so he'll be out of the picture for a bit. Yeah. Um. Well, mm. I don't know. Big ass motherfucking Andy. He's he's touring. He there. Like, if you he haven't sure listened to Radical, fucking dude, it fucks i like not honestly since low teens and even then some people are like eh, on low teens uh radical from every time i die is their best yet like the buckley's have fucking nailed their synergy i i i love everything about this record and just you know big old andy like doing like this and still like being back to do a fucking match against ishii of all goddamn and looking opponents. good, like he looks in amazing shape. Holy shit! Yeah, dude, dude uh, looks crazy. Like I just hope, like I, they're got to do everything they can to stay away from that man's hands. He is still on tour. This is literally just yes. a stop <laughs> on the tour. So, yes. um, but yeah. So following this match, uh, it, it, if I can inner circle one, whatever. Like the MMA people did not shine. In this match whatsoever, no. <laughs> like, this they is, barely survived. Yeah, it was very weird, and like 
the oh my god the weapons the gimmicky ass weapons the, the they were all things toaster. that were created in Minneapolis like the bunt cake pan and the toaster yeah so mm. I I mean cool I guess um yeah. so uh, after this uh, we get the surprise like I had no idea this was coming um mm. makes sense um I really like Jay Lethal. I am mm. not a fan of the whole like the 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 controversy with speaking out and like his the allegations kind of being brushed under the rug and like mm-hmm. again I, he unfortunately out of everyone else did not get explored as well as he should have been so I don't really know so I am trying to be optimistic and kind of like gauge I don't know it's all weird but We'll see. Um, someone said something that was really scary that I thought about, and I'm like, they're completely un- incomparable. I don't know. I-, I try not to weigh these things on a scale or put anything to degrees, but somebody mentioned that Jay Lethal is AEW's testing balloon as to whether or not it'll be safe to sign Skrull in a year. And, like, I don't even think Skrull's fucking active now. Ooh. And I do Yikes. not see Tony Khan being that daft. That like would be, that, yeah, yeah, not whatever. a good move. No, and, whatever, any goodwill you've established up to this point, you would probably lose quite easily. Yeah, I don't even think like even then. I think the Bucks and everybody has real life cut like like everybody's cut ties with them anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but yeah, Jay got signed. Just um, fucking sign Joey Ryan if you're gonna do that. Goddamn. Ugh. Well, no. Did you? So, and they won't. In fact. He, uh, Tony Khan came out and said, "If you, if I catch you doing a show with him, like you're out of AEW, I will." Wow. Yeah, he made it a very big point. So that's why mm-hmm. this sign is, but like, it's everything's kind of shrouded here, and like we haven't gotten definitives, we haven't gotten enough. Um, I mean, people. he said he's all elite, so that means he's signed. It's not just like a I'm showing up kind of a thing. Like he's yes. he's Bobby Fish signed. Like he's he's on. Yeah, that's the only other, like, that one. Mm, that one, I mm. know for a fact Bobby Fish is a piece of shit. Um, mm-hmm. So that kind of bummed me out that they signed him, but whatever. Like, as long as he keeps his dipshittery. I mean, Karrion Cross and Scarlett Bordeaux, they're pieces of shit, too. Um, mm. uh, Nia Jax got finally fucking hit, like, for her nonsense. So, mm-hmm. um but anyway, uh, I digress. I I am trying to openly be excited because like like I I'm not Jay Lethal's a fairly private person anyway. Um, so I as far as I know, he's not a piece of shit. But everything about him in the ring and his career, otherwise, like I'm I'm for it. Um, and man, it's also if anything the the thing that kind of tells you that ROH must be dead. Cause this dude straight up said, I will like, the only way I will leave ROH is if I'm dead. I mean, here he is. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Uh, I guess I'm sure, I'm sure ROH will come back, but it won't be ROH or it'll be something different. Yeah. I mean, back. they're reimagining it. I don't know if they can keep the name. Yeah. I watched, uh, I was actually watching the pay-per-view tonight prior to recording this. And a lot of the talent even say, like, if we're going out, we're going out with these belts, and I'll keep these belts forever. And it's like, oh, shit. Like, 
they're even saying they're not coming back. So what's that tell you? Yeah. So yeah. it's, I mean, I, I'll have to give that a looky-loo myself, but there's mm-hmm. a lot of, like, there's fucking Gresham, there's Dan Housen, there's, I mean, so many fucking people. Mm-hmm. Um, Briscoes. Uh, I don't want anybody near the Briscoes. Fuck them. <laughs> like, that's fair. That's, that's just, fair. Yeah. Um. But I don't know. Whatever. Uh. So yeah. Uh. I. I guess. Uh. Main event. Oh my God. Yes. Like two years in the making. Dude. I. I don't know how. Like. Like even with like the page intro. Like you knew this was gonna be like the night. Like, they, all their cards are out. Like, this is it. This is what we've been building up to since the inception of AEW. And they did not disappoint. I I really thought they are going to do some, some sneaky shit. You know, like, try to pull one over or do something. But no, they, they gave people what they wanted. They gave people what they were expecting. And what they've been building up to and, and, and anticipating for years. And you um, know what? That speaks to the strength of Paige because when they had yes, to like, yes. when they had to halt plans on that, just so that way, like, he can go and like be a dad. But it and, made like, it even some... better. And like, like, like the the Dark Order versus Click or Elite match that, that made everything so much better, man. Mm-hmm. Like it really did. Like even that little bit of time away, like, made it much better. Oh yeah, comes no, back a different person. Agree. It comes back like. Like 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 the promo he cuts in the back with the box where he says like I'm sorry, you know I wasn't a good friend to you guys and I cost you guys the belts when you went for them the first time. He said, but you guys also cost me the belt too. He said, I swear to God, if you put hands on me, I'll I will you. end you. Yeah, I will ruin you. Uh, and it's like he's determined. He is like nothing's getting in this dude's way. And like even like when like Omega was unloading on him and giving him all that he had, like Paige would get back in his face, say like, "Is that, is that is all that you got? All you got, motherfucker!" That fucking fucking hit me. He was doing he was doing like fucking like Kawada kicks to him. Yeah, and dude. he got back up and said like, "Motherfucker!" Like hit me. Holy shit, man, he's unhinged. <laughs> yeah, he's like it. After two years of getting in your head, self doubt, and yep. looking for like. You know, out of any angle that's ever used alcoholism to any extent, like ever in in my exposure and investment within the medium and 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 otherwise like just overall uh, performance and art form that is professional wrestling. Mm hmm. Alcoholism has never been a good trope. It's always been tacky yeah. and tasteless and too close to home. Here, mm-hmm. close to home, but still done so well and so tastefully and so much within. Like, again, there's absolutely that, like, tinge of, of the fact that, like, this man, like, got in his head and, like, basically wow. relied on like the support of toxic friendships and and then decided to step out on his own realizing that he like he he was just as bad if not worse like there's so many elements and and points and arcs that like 
really culminated here in I didn't even think about it until you just mentioned it. Like at the end when you know, spoiler, he he wins. Um Alex Silver goes to give him a beer. Yeah. Like his celebratory beer, and he, he hits it out of his hand and hugs him. Yep. I don't even know I caught that until you just said something. I was like, Oh shit, that's that's symbolic. It like is. he doesn't need the he doesn't need the celebratory drink. He doesn't have to have that anymore. He's got his friends, he's got his belt. Like this is all yeah, he needs. He's in a I, healthy I didn't even place. pick up on it. Oh, I dude. didn't even pick up on that. Wow. It was all, yeah, everything. That so you subtle. It, but it was all brilliant, though. Like, mm. even, like, just, like, all right, on a show, like, and I, and I love Rampage. I do. I mm. I used to love the length of it. Now I can I think it could seem to be a little longer just because of the talent and, I like, how there are some people that can use the TV time. Um, mm. I, I still love how they paced it so far. Um, that that exchange and then going all the way back to the very first AEW world title uh, match between hangman and Jericho and the fact that the bucks uh, were basically they big leagued hangman and told him they were too busy for him um, yeah. kind of, and, and they couldn't be in his corner to where you see them come out now and you think, Oh man, this is really going to end in some fuckery. Um, but if anything, it was atonement and like, no, we're actually here for you in your corner. Like, go do it. Go, go put that last bullet in them. Like that nod from Matt where I'm just like, Jesus, dude. Oh, that acknowledgement. just like, nope, this is time. Yeah. I, mm. I, you know, and it's insane too, because, um, Kenny, as we mentioned, he need he's been working way too hard to the point where like, um, he even alludes to it in his in his like in his like build up to the main event, like in his promos, he's like, "You guys are so worried about how Hangman's doing. Like, why don't you worry about me? Why don't you worry about I work hurt all the time? Why don't you worry about what happens to me? Like, yeah, like he's been alluding that he's been hurt for a while and probably not like wrestling at that caliber. Like, you burn the candle at both ends like that, something's bound to happen. Yeah, well, like, so some behind the scenes has already mentioned that like. He's having issues lifting more than 50 pounds over his shoulders. His shoulders are super fucked up. And that totally makes sense because, like, I noticed he didn't even do the one-winged angel um, in the match. Fucking Hangman did it, and then uh, he kicked out. I'm like, oh, that's a mm-hmm. nice little rock versus Stone Cold moment there. I um, I think the only thing I would have expected was if they wanted to make it any more poignant was that if Omega went for the one-winged angel and uh, Paige kicked out. So, I mean, they still protected the move, but I kind of figured, like, if you're going to kick out of it, this would have been the time to do it. But they're going to save that, and that's that's fine. I think don't do not do too much if you don't have to. Like, still protect it, still save that for whatever you end up doing with it. But so, even then, like, for the best. all the fucking forearms and strikes and just the the, the Liger dude. bomb off the top rope, dude. Okay, that that that, that, that sunset that sunset flip power bomb, that Liger bomb yes. where he just fucking plants them. Okay, th- so shit. I didn't think that would. Okay, to me, and I wrote here are my notes for it: sunset mm. gut wrench power bomb. So I didn't really call it a Liger, but see, that's just my ignorance with wrestling. But well, like Liger, bu- just because I, I I think Liger bomb only in the way that he got stacked up on it, like yeah. the way he hit was like so high angled that I, I I see it as a Liger because same with like the Tiger Driver ninety eight, like that's a lot of people call it the J Driller, people call it different things, but based on like how they they like hit it or how mm-hmm. the person takes it, like it, the impact makes it more 
of of that no, style you. in that my I opinion can, yeah yeah when I, I i don't know why i mix um i i mix the liger bomb with the blue thunder bomb which i they are they the same move blue thunder bomb isn't that the sky uh, steiner screwdriver yes it's okay. it, it's like it's like a tombstone but sit down kind of a deal yes like i know yeah. zane does it sammy zane does it um, oh hits the oh blue thunder bomb no so yeah that's different then yeah just so blue thunder like, bomb is yeah like a spinning i'd call that like a spinning sit out power bomb but yeah. like not not like a doctor bomb a doctor bomb's like a gun wrench power bomb deal yeah, which that's what I got, like, but just done with a sunset yeah. to set it up. So hmm. I don't know. It was yeah. it was still crazy. It was still oh, the craziest dude, he spot. Fucking, it fucking turned him inside out. No, but the fucking dude, him eating a V trigger like at the end of a buckshot. Oh my god! Oh. Yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. god! I thought he dislocated <laughs> his fucking shoulder. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um. There. No. This. This uh and and these guys have like they've put on a clinic before, um yeah. which you know I didn't think but like this was very much like they did it in a way where this was a different hangman this was someone it who was. came and like and there are so many dude just even the intro from the like I was cackling the moment I saw we're proud of you the graphics team I'm like dude. oh my god I love that yes. Like that um, was almost like, like something about like when he came back for the uh, casino, mm-hmm. like ladder match deal. I think in his graphic it said something about like finally showed up to work, yeah, or something like that. <laughs> like, like all these like inside jokes, but yeah, that one was so heartwarming. I was like, damn it, I'm proud of you too. <laughs> yeah, but even then, like uh, the buckshot lariat into the ref, um to mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. fuck and just seeing Aubrey fucking race race they were with cheering all for Aubrey she, yeah. she, she gave him the two count and they started chanting Aubrey it's like oh damn yeah. the ref gets a fucking chant too awesome oh well she's beloved also the only she ref is. to not take a bump so we'll wait for that that day but and she'll, she'll, um, she'll bounce back up and she'll keep up man she don't take that shit yeah um but yeah just this was fucking brutal but there was such a harmony and synergy to it that like it, everything to it from the physicality and the skill to the overall um, breakdowns of everything happening, even like the signage too. like, what would Coda think to where like, I again, saw that and I was like, Oh damn. And you know, Mega even looked at it and he's like, damn. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Even Don Callis was perfect here. Like yeah, everything the about belt and they absolutely. Yep. So, here, here's me like doing my last in fantasy booking, because uh, they've okay. been teasing this too. Though, again, this is where like it, it commands a little too much investment, I think, from the viewer, especially the casual viewer. But since Adam Cole's uh, debut and in like just being a part of the group, he's been slowly inching Kenny out. Like in the Halloween match. Uh, Mm -hmm. you'll notice that like Kenny, uh, was trying to get in on like the, the kissy case, uh, spot. And Adam literally told him, Hey, go, go tend to that guy there. And then just went for it. And you see the utter disappointment in Kenny's eyes when he turns around, just like, you guys did it without me. Um, 
like little things like that. But you don't catch that because that was in the picture in picture during like the fucking mm-hmm. commercials. Um, but there are little things, uh, mannerisms, whatnot, in where I think they're going to do a Bullet Club callback. And... Which they do, and that's always been their thing. They always have to out the leader and replace him with someone else. You know, they they get jumped in, they get jumped out, basically. Yeah. So I think this Wednesday they're turning on Kenny. Kenny is going to lose and, all yep. of his stock. Yep, and I think he'll take his hopefully like much needed break for a while. And then when he does come back, I think he's going to come back with a bushi. But like, it's going to be a bushi followed by Kenny, which like, you do, know, do you think golden lovers return or, yes. or what is that? Okay. I'm, I'm fine with that. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the only thing that I, cause like the only, like I really liked face Kenny. I did. Um, and then we didn't really get cleaner. Kenny. We got like, you know, shitty stinky heel Kenny, which but is good. Fun. Like I, he's been a good heel. He's been an asshole and it's been, it's been working. Yeah. But like for him to really just be a face again, um, can't really do underdog in his head, Kenny, or like we've, we've seen, we, we got to see Kenny back going back to his roots and like, I don't know. Um, I, I would love to see those two doing it up and then hopefully, I don't know. Um, they can maybe keep each other healthy and, and like not go too crazy because those two are nuts. Well, uh, yeah, Abushi fucking kills himself every time now, apparently. Oh, dude. And mm. he, yeah, so uh, that that's my fantasy booking. I want, I definitely want Kenny to take a break. I think he's now relinquished all of his belts. Like he is uh, no longer. Did, I don't think he's uh, the Andra- AAA. Did Andrade, did Andrade win it from him? Fuck. I don't know. Somebody, uh, somebody in uh ppr back office yeah Yeah, can we can we get a can we get a uh, a rain check on that uh let's see who's the current triple a champion it is still omega he won it october 19th 2019 so get one more trip to mexico maybe and and then you drop it there yeah dude or 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 defend it on aw and drop it to someone on aw yeah, but he needs to take a break. He's you can see it. He's working hurt. Yes. Um so you can't keep putting on these insane matches. Like and even then, like he's in fucking two of the best matches this year. This match and then his mm-hmm. match with Brian Danielson. The one thing is is like, are you looking forward to a Page and Danielson match? I mean, I, I am. But like I am. I I don't know, like I, I mean, I, I guess. think that I, I I I think that's the true test of Paige, right? Like he's been so riveting in his pursuit of the belt and his angle with the elite. Okay, that's done now. We finally can close that chapter. Now what? Now 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 you have to. And I'm sure he's capable of doing it. I'm not trying to downplay his ability, mm-hmm. but now without that, what do you have to offer? Let's see what you're able to do now with something else. I think yeah. that's his true test now. Yeah, I feel like that's um. I think that's my biggest issue with like this like otherwise perfect pay-per-view. I don't I I feel like only one book has been left open. Like I want more Kingston and Punk. Please like don't let them walk away from just that. No, please. I I think they need there's definitely there's that was that's not adequate closure. But everybody else um 
Superclick can't keep fucking with the Jurassic Express. They need to move on. No. Um, You're right. Agreed. Uh, MJF can't keep fucking with Darby. Um, I don't think. I don't know. I feel like... I don't really know who MJF can really fuck with. Um, Punk. Punk. Mm, do not want MJF anywhere near Punk, to be honest. Why? Not yet. I feel like that that, that uh, needs to... What I want... If, if I... It, I'll, Honestly, I want MJF and Sammy. I like want like no more like keep the groups out of it. Like I really want them. And I think that's only going to happen when both stables are broken up. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um Idolo, you know what? I I honestly want Idolo to do some shit with Malachi Black. Say fuck it. Um like yeah, they have, turn. have that implode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just turn on each other. And then mm-hmm. um I, I, yeah, in fact, fuck it. Take Pac and have him go against Cody. Maybe, like, really, like, have him push Cody out of his comfort zone to where he can, like, give up this whatever he's trying to do. And then, yeah, Idolo and Malachi, um, maybe. I don't know. It's mm. weird because I'm trying to think of who else, like, uh, in, like, like there's so much in, like, the rest of the, the roster, like, between the gun club and um, fucking whatever avalon nightmare factory and everyone else yeah but i think that's exciting because i think wednesday would be like this like the new like this is a new jumping off point like where do we go from here yeah so um look forward to it and then i was surprised they didn't tease a a bray sign but i guess uh i kind of figured they were going to but i feel like with jay lethal showing up that was kind of their out for now I'm sure it's coming, but they'll probably wait for the right time to to do that. Which I don't know. I don't know who he goes after. We'll have to wait and see. I really don't know. I what think works Darby with and him. MJF can keep going again. Ooh. I think the fact that it was it was an Bray incredible Wy- match. Bray, Bray, Wy- Bray Wyatt and Darby. I and Sting. I, mm, I'd rather have Bray versus Malachi. Sure, sure, that one works. That one works, yeah. Yeah, I... Hmm. No, I kind of like this whole, like, dar- like what MJF and Darby had going, I think just because of the way it ended, I, I think they can keep going. They could, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so maybe there wasn't so many closures after all. See, like, I don't know. It. I guess, like, I'm I'm left thinking and fantasizing and, and like, engaged... Uh, it's way better than most other times where I felt like disgusted with a pay-per-view. So sure. we'll, we'll sure. go with that. Yeah. All in all, great show, great, you know, payoff to a lot of these, uh, angles and storylines. So I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm excited to see where they go from here. A lot of momentum, I think. And, uh, yeah, great show. I really enjoyed it. I did too. Um, um d- yeah. if you guys get the chance to watch any pay-per-view this year, um, make it this one. Yeah. Make it this one. Um, the only thing is, is like this one is is going to the, a lot of its enjoyment does bank off of your uh, pre-existing exposure. Ah, to I, I, yeah, to all the stuff happening beforehand. I will say, I watched a awesome music video, which I don't know if people really fuck with wrestling music videos. I'm pretty big fan of them, even from like my tape trading days. Um, so early on, like early indie wrestling stuff. Um, the man who runs Tiger Driver, which is a wrestling 
and fan brand of clothing and other items, um, I would definitely check him out. Tiger Driver 9X. He made a music video today. Like, he was quick. Uh, basically watched the pay-per-view and then, like, the next day had a music video out um, about Adam Page and the Dark Order. And it's by... It has Linkin Park as the song, Somewhere I Belong, but it fucking works. And it just shows, like, the like the ups and downs of the Dark Order and Adam Page, like, all throughout this whole time. And it really, man, like, like being so subtle about their relationship to where they don't really, like, need each other like the elite need each other, but they're still there for each other. Um, I don't know. Just, it, Toxic it made it all... codependency versus genuine... There you go. Like, there you yeah, go. dude. Uh, You're absolutely am, right, and that's really how they panned it too. It was really well done. So I would, if you seek it out Tiger on Twitter, Driver. it is very, very good. Oh, Tiger really? Driver, yes. I, I had no idea. Oh man, um, we should talk term, about this. Yes, and as far as, um, just the fact that they also do what they can to work really hard in bringing exposure to uh, black wrestlers, uh, both in the mm-hmm, independent mm-hmm. scene and. Uh, just the major promotional scene. Absolutely. No, I've, I've yeah. been a big fan of that Twitter page for quite some time oh, and their cool. brand. And yeah, I would love Excellent. to get some clothing from them. So I uh, fuck yeah, dude, you. I would love it, to even ha- dude, we might, my favorite thing I own them. from them is a Mike awesome t-shirt. So I'm, I'm already there. Uh, let's get these motherfuckers on the show. If like we can convince them. Yeah, absolutely. No. Um, also, um, uh, players tribune piece, uh, from Eddie Kingston. Oh, Beautiful so piece good. Of writing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And I, I would read anything that dude writes. Like, like, give me your life story and I will happily buy that book. That was outstanding read. Yeah. So, um, so definitely, definitely would recommend that. But, um, I don't really have any, any homework to recommend. I am, I am pooped out for wrestling. Yeah. Um, we've had a lot of wrestling going on, but I'm glad this is kind of like, Maybe this is like the last big thing before the end of the year. Um, I mean, Survivor Series. Hello. Yeah. Okay. I'm good on that. Thanks. So. <laughs> um, maybe maybe we will take a bit of time before our next episode, and we'll come back with maybe some of our end of year stuff. If you're cool with that, give us I'll time to maybe catch up on some wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. We have golden so zombies anyone... for games. What huh. do we have for what do we have a for golden house show? turnbuckle? I don't know. I don't know if we're at the level of awards quite yet, but I'm I'm excited to make up some some like possible like compilations of, of some of the best matches. So if you've got any suggestions, if you've got any uh, list of your own that you'd like to provide, we're more than happy to discuss them and showcase them on the show. So feel free to send them at any time until closer to the end of the year when we'll probably do that recording. Golden um, kick. Give me hopefully a little bit of time. Ooh, yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll think of something. Yeah, we'll workshop it. But that, that, that's not bad. That's pretty good. Uh, until then, I hope you've enjoyed. And feel free to reach out on all the social medias and on the website if you have any suggestions or, like I said, any end of the year matches that you'd like to discuss. Until then, this is Toast. Thanks for tuning in. And George, thanks for being with us tonight as well. Oh, dude, anytime. And uh, look forward to newest. PPRs, we've got some fun stuff uh, cooking as well for the end of the year. Cool. Until then, thanks.